did you know that according to the Native Women's Wilderness Project, as of 2016, the National Crime Information Center has reported 5,712 cases of missing American, Indian, and Alaska Native women and girls, but the U.S. Department of Justice Missing Persons Database only has reported 116 of these cases. So today on Chats with DJ, it's just me, and we're going to talk about murdered, missing Indigenous women, girls, and Two-Spirit Queer Plus Week. I think I got that right, which is a full national week of action that's dedicated to, um, yeah, this group from April 29th to May 5th. And it's supposed to call, it is to call the nation's attention not only to the plight of these missing individuals and murdered individuals, but also to bring awareness to their situation. So today on Chats with DJ, we're going to give it some historical context. And uh, look at ways maybe we can um, fix this. So historically, especially in American society, Native or Indigenous women have been uh, portrayed in a way that devalues not only their contribution to society, but actually their physical bodies. Um, Raina Green uh, talks about the Pocahontas perplex, and she explains it as um, this like fa- this depiction of Indigenous women as like queens, princesses, and I'm going to say this word one time and one time only from here on out. It'll be referred to as the S word. It's a terrible word. I'm so sorry. But um, queen, princess, or squaw. Um, And these are based on like European folklore, which uh, they have images and stories of indigenous women being like powerful, nurturing queens, but also in order to gain like acceptance in the major society they have to assimilate and become this exotic princess and there's also the sexually deviant s that's considered wild and doesn't fit into the cultural doesn't fit into the norms of western society so when you portray a people in this light um what you do is you are basically advocating for their removal as key to progress in civilization so it's easy to depict them as um hindering progress in civilization because you depict them in ways that are negative uh this othering is actually part of what Andrea Smith describes in indigeneity, settler colonialism, and white supremacy as the third pillar of white supremacy. Um, Ed- Edward Said um, explains it as basically when you orient orientalism is the othering of those deemed exotic by the superior race. In this case, it would be white people. So. And you you situate that Orientalism in we're the superior race, they're the exotic other race, and they're a constant threat to us. So by doing this, um, you kind of give license to people to harm indigenous women and even eradicate their bodies, be, eradicate them because it's not of concern to the masses because, again, they've been othered and they're seen as a threat. Not only does this lend itself to an erasure of indigenous women and a lack of importance, which through settler colonialism could also maybe to a certain extent possibly affix itself in the tribal thought. Um, but it also leads to sexual violence against women and uh, girls and also two spirit queer people because the rape of bodies, as Andrea Smith ex- um, describes in her other piece and not an Indian tradition, the sexual colonization of peoples, that the rape of bodies considered impure or dirty like doesn't count. However, not all hope is lost. There are many Native um, women and Native thinkers that are um, highlighting the path back to knowledge pre-contact that um, not only highlights the importance of women to 
nations, but also um, it highlights the communal importance of women and the role they play in um, nations and not, in nation building also. In Indigenous Queer Normativity by Leanne Simpson, um, she states that the heteropatriarchy of settler colonialism has literally regulated bodies to death. In this way, any movements towards um, resurgence or decolonization of tribal thought has to not only include two-spirit queer plus individuals and women, but has to be centered around their experience. This will lead to... Um, a uh, new understanding of the importance of women, two nations, pre-contact, and also, and also two square, two spirit queer plus individuals, and this also speaks to the fact that the gender binary that's kind of been a part of tribal thought was not always that way, and that before contact there was more of a gender neutral society where everyone was accepted. When I say pre-contact, I'm talking about before um, basically white people came. Paula Allen in History as a Weapon describes that before contact, um, there was an era of matrilineal descent. Like there was that was the importance of uh, succession. A lot of tribes went by who was your mother, who was your grandmother, and your tribal importance was based on your matrilineal descent. Um, this actually, again, speaks to the importance that women played in in nations such as the Cherokee, the Iroquois and the Muskegee. They were very vital to not only um, the tribes, but also the politics of the tribe as well. Another important part of resurgence is going back to puberty ceremonies, which offer indigenous women um, basically paths back to knowledge about their importance and their life pre-contact. These ceremonies are not only important places where stories about how to be a woman in the world and about all the intricacies of womanhood were being discussed, but it was also about the future and the role that women would play um, in the tribe, according to chapter nine of the sacred. And also these ceremonies create visibility for indigenous women and lead, lead a communal conversation about their importance. And they also play an important part in, in speaking against the gender binary because two-spirit queer plus individuals played important parts in these ceremonies. So kind of to bring it back home, you see the historical context of why um, violence and sexual violence and even uh, rape against women, indigenous women, girls, and two-spirit queer plus people has happened and also ways in which um, maybe that can be rectified. Another thing would be um, for murder missing and indigenous murder missing indigenous women, girls, and two spirit queer plus week. I think the the this generation of native um, influencers on social media is really picking up the slack of the national media. They're they're pushing the idea out there that um, this is a topic that should get more awareness, and I think that's what's going to be the deciding factor. That movement is going to shift it more into the public conscious. And hopefully we can affect some change. This semester, I took a class of American Indian Studies, Women and Gender Studies. And it just it was really eye opening in the way that we are. We as Americans are responsible for a lot of things that happen to indigenous women, even when it's not where we're not conscious of it. And the way that we have constructed this stereotype about native women and the real world consequences it has even still to this day. Is shocking. And it was just, it was really interesting in this class to learn that me and even you listening, you, we have this unconscious thought and idea of indigenous women and just indigenous people, period, as artifacts, as something that is that they're not present. And actually, they are. That's the biggest, I would say, one of the biggest ways that they have combated 
settler cologne discontinued state of settler colonialism is just by being visible and staying present. All the links that I mentioned are going to be in the bio. So thanks for checking me out.